Start selling on Shopify today. Go to shopify.com slash CNN for a $1 per month trial. Hey, everyone. I'm David Chalian, the CNN political director. This is the CNN political briefing. Here's what you need to know in politics for Tuesday, August 25th. Donald Trump's Republican convention night one tells us a lot about the things he thinks he needs to fix. We'll also discuss Mike Pompeo busting tradition and ignoring his own directive. And finally, the images out of Kenosha, Wisconsin. What political impact will they have? Night one of the Republican National Convention is in the books. And as always with political conventions, I think they tell us more than anything else what the campaign believes is on their to-do list. And that is what was going on last night at the Republican National Convention. Of course, if that was the positive, upbeat convention program that Republicans had promised, I'd hate to see their version of a dark and gloomy one. But the three main threads that I think get at that notion of trying to shore up a deficiency was, one, don't believe what you've seen and heard President Trump say on the coronavirus. He was actually ahead of the curve and managed it well. This is my paraphrasing, of course, but that was one sort of thematic. Another was don't believe the actions you've seen or the words you've heard President Trump say on race-related matters. He's not a racist and he's not racially divisive. That was sort of the Herschel Walker message and others throughout the evening. So that was one thread, too. And then, of course, portraying a dark and menacing and lawless America if Joe Biden were to win the presidency. That's all about the fact that the campaign believes they can't win a referendum election and they need to make it a choice. So that's about trying to really dirty up Joe Biden as best they can so that it turns into a binary choice for voters. But again, it was clear throughout all the messaging last night and there was a mix of it. It wasn't all just red meat for the base. And that's because you had two high profile 10 p.m. hour speakers, which is where conventions sort of put their Biggest guns, if you will, because that's when all the broadcast networks and the cable networks are on the air. Nikki Haley, former South Carolina governor, Tim Scott, the Republican senator from South Carolina, they were giving speeches that would have been easily fitting into a Mitt Romney convention or a George W. Bush convention. And just so you understand how much that is what the convention planners are hoping the American people leave with, guess who was on the network morning shows this morning to amplify the message out of night one? It wasn't Donald Trump Jr. It wasn't Kimberly Guilfoyle. It was Nikki Haley and Tim Scott. Those were the folks that the campaign put out, and that was very telling, as was when Tim Scott was asked this morning on the Today Show about whether or not he has confidence in mail-in voting. I have a lot of confidence in our our electoral process, and I'll just tell you how I feel about it and what I think most Americans believe, and that is that this process of of mail-in ballots will prove to uh, work out just fine. I think every single American should have the right to vote. The complete opposite, basically, of what Donald Trump himself was saying in North Carolina yesterday when he went to go be present for the roll call when he was put over the top and become the actual nominee for the Republican Party. He was dishing out lies about mail-in voting. That is a really important distinction between these two. Yes, he's out there supporting the Trump candidacy, but you see why he is out there, because he actually is not using Trump rhetoric. He's actually trying to broaden Trump's appeal, which is not something we've seen from the president all that often in these last three and a half years. Now, here's what else matters today. Looking ahead to night two at the Republican convention, Mike Pompeo, the secretary of state, that's right, the secretary of state, 
not supposed to be involved in domestic political matters, is addressing the convention tonight. He's doing so with a pre-recorded speech from his diplomatic trip in Israel. So the State Department says he's doing this in his personal capacity, not his official capacity. But he's going to be called Secretary of State Mike Pompeo when he's introduced, no doubt. And he's giving the speech from his diplomatic, taxpayer-funded trip abroad to Israel. And this is obviously creating a huge controversy. Add to the fact that just in the last few weeks, the State Department employees received a cable, a directive from Secretary of State Mike Pompeo warning them again not to get involved in domestic presidential politics. They need to stay out of the campaign. They should be making sure that they avoid any violation of the Hatch Act. But Secretary of State Pompeo doesn't seem to think that applies to him. This is the busting of a norm yet again, and the Biden campaign is up in arms about it, riding this controversy, calling it shameful today in a statement from the deputy campaign manager. And finally today, those images out of Kenosha, Wisconsin. Of course, heartbreaking. Jacob Blake, another black man, shot by police, this time at his car with his children in the car. Obviously, the video of that shooting is so disturbing. We're now hearing from his father that he may be paralyzed from the waist down. While everyone is praying, of course, for this man's recovery and to learn more about how this awful circumstance came to be, what we are also seeing in Kenosha is what we have seen play out in many places across America, which is protests erupting against the treatment of black men at the hands of police. And some of those protests are involving uh, fires, and they are not all just peaceful marches. Some of them are causing real unrest in these communities. And of course, those images play directly into the Trump campaign narrative of what they're trying to portray the country will look like under a Biden presidency. You don't hear the Trump campaign give any voice to what is behind the unrest and behind the protesting. They are just taking these very tense and inflamed images and feeding it directly into this notion of what a dark and scary world it would be under a Biden presidency. So having this play out during these conventions, 10 weeks to go in the election, in a critical part of the electoral geography in this country, also raises the stakes on this moment. That's it for today's political briefing. Thanks so much for listening. We'll talk to you tomorrow.